Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizuki. Hi there once again, Growing in Grace. I'm Mike along with Joel. Good to have you with us once again. Thanks for telling a friend we're here too. A number of different ways you can find our webcast or broadcast on the internet. Uh, graceroots.org is one place where you can find a, a whole bunch of archived programs too and thanks to those of you who have taken the time to email us and say hi as well yeah graceroots.org uh, it's uh, something that oh, a few years ago it's been probably four and a half years now yeah it was 2004 that uh, the Lord just whispered that in my ear uh, long story that goes along with that but in essence he whispered that in my ear and I went and registered that uh, graceroots.org domain and it's pretty neat uh, what's what's come of that just I've met so many people and uh, through that I've also uh, you know we met uh, I met Dave Lesniak who runs who's the manager for Grace Walk Internet Radio and that's how Mike and I uh, got to begin uh, to record this program, Growing in Grace. And so uh, something that we don't say enough. I used to say this more often, but sometimes we get we just get to talking right away. But I do want to thank, a big thank you to Dave Lesniak, you know, who's uh, who's associated with Grace Walk Ministries. Again, like I said, he runs the uh, Internet uh, radio station and all the hard work that he does in regards to that. And also, of course, Steve McVeigh um, of, you know, of Grace Walk Ministries. The the, uh, the book, Grace Walk, which came out, I believe, in 1995, I've seen how that book and, and the subsequent books that have followed that in the entire Grace Walk ministry has been a blessing to people uh, in their lives and has revolutionized people who were walking in legalistic bondage, walking in fear, uh, not knowing God's love for them, not knowing God's grace, and uh, through the simple truths that are found in the Bible and how, how Steve has been able to write about them, speak about them, and so on and so forth, I think many, many people have been set free uh, in, into the freedom for which Christ has set them free. So big thanks to Dave Lesniak and also to Steve McVeigh. Absolutely. No, no doubt we probably wouldn't be sitting here talking today were it not for... Uh, visionaries like those guys. Mm -hmm. Um, Joel, we were talking last week about the fact that there is one gospel, not a whole bunch of different ones, not a gospel of healing, not a gospel of prosperity, not not a gospel of of living right. Uh, All of these things can be a part of the one gospel. And we talked a little bit about what the one gospel is. Of course, that's what a lot of our programs have talked about uh, over the last couple of years. But ultimately, uh, there's a, a cornerstone scripture uh, that, that starts out telling us what the gospel really is, and it's in, in Romans one um, sixteen and 17. It, it tells us that really the, the gospel is a revelation of God's righteousness, that we, after trusting in Christ, have been declared righteous by God because of the, the finished work of Jesus. That's, that's a very short version of, of the gospel, but uh, understanding this principal foundation is so crucial to, to receiving the many other great things that God has provided for us in the gospel, including prosperity, including healing, including the ability to live in a, in a respectable and a, uh, in a way that, that will um, hopefully attract more people to Christ. But one gospel. And, and one scripture we left off with last week, and, and I'm going to back up a little bit here, Joel. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Paul is quoting Isaiah 
where he says, As it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But then Paul goes on to say, But God has revealed them to us. I can't tell you how many times I've heard verse 9 quoted where, Well, I hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard. Uh, you know, you, you can't understand the, the things of God. You, you, nobody's seen anything. But then Paul goes on to say, But uh, God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Uh, what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. And then this verse that we quoted last week, We have received not the Spirit of the world but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. We pointed out that one of the things that uh, keeps the spirit of the world going strong here in this cosmos is money. Money is, is a generating factor in regards to the spirit of the world, whereas the Spirit of God, having revealed some things to us, uh, he, he wants us to know, since that's what we've been given is the Spirit of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us. You see, because money is something we usually have to go out and work for. We have to earn it in order to receive it. And so that's the spirit and that the mindset that we've been caught up and grown into here in this world system. But uh, in the Spirit of God, as a believer, we can begin to understand the things that are freely given to us that we don't have to work for. Not to say that God won't bless the work of your hands, uh, and not that you won't have to go out and perhaps uh, do some things in this world in order to receive some things. But when it comes to the blessings of God, there's nothing you have to earn. They are freely provided to us through the gospel. Yeah, now that's some good stuff. I mean, it's true that in this world, of course, yeah, if, if we're going to have a house, if we're going to have a car, if we're going to feed our faces, uh, yeah, we're going to have to work. We're going to have to earn uh, earn that stuff. Uh, that's just that is part of what it is to be living in this world. But the the key thing to remember, the, what you were just talking about, Mike, is that the blessings of God are freely given. The things that we have received from God, you know, the whole the whole gospel is given as a result of you know the finished work of Jesus Christ, and it's freely given to us. God's righteousness, His peace. All the blessings of God, you know, I was just looking in, in uh, you're looking in 1 Corinthians, I was looking at something in 2 Corinthians where Paul says all the promises of God in him, in Jesus, are yes, and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. I mean, God's promises are yes and amen in Christ. It's not according to the spirit of the world. You see, I hear a lot of talk about don't live like the world. We shouldn't be like the world. We shouldn't be conformed. Uh, to the way of the world. Well, what is the way of the world? Of course, as you were saying, Mike, uh, we, it's it's a matter of working in order to receive. It, it's you know we have to earn the things that we receive. That is the spirit of the world, and yet somehow we bring that spirit into our uh, the spirit of the world into our relationship with God, thinking that we need to earn the things that God has freely given us, and and they just the things don't mix, you know, because the spirit of the world is. Do this and do not do that. It's a bunch of rules in order to to live right. You know, man has made a lot of traditions. Man has come up with formulas in order to get receive God's blessings. Uh, that's the spirit of the world. Whereas the spirit that uh, we have 
in Christ Jesus is one that says the blessings of God in Christ are yes and amen, and God has freely, freely given us these things. Well, we try to complicate things, and that's why I, I keep going back to um, what Jesus said, you know, to in order to, to, to understand and to enter into the kingdom of God, uh, you have to become like a child. That's easier for me to do, I think, than to try to be a theologian, because I'm not smart enough for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a I'm not a seminarian. I'm not a theologian. I, I'm not a uh, I'm not anything close to a doctor of theology. I, I can sometimes barely remember to tie my own shoes, <laughs> and yet here we've got a situation where I think, by and large, in the church today, you'll see a lot of topical teaching. I'm not saying that's always bad, by the way, but there's a lot of topical teaching out there that is often taking place that seems to make receiving blessings from God such a science and, and almost so difficult. And, and there's big books out there on it. And I'm not even saying that these are all wrong. I'm just saying that sometimes we come up with these formulas and uh, these, these teachings and, and, and ways to get God to move in your life uh, as if we need to try to be able to, to do something to, to get God to move. Um, as if God's just standing there with his arms crossed waiting for us to do something so that he can bless us. I, I think that causes confusion. And, and people are trying so hard to believe and to trust in God. I, I heard, I don't know how many hours it was, but I heard a, an audio series many years ago from somebody teaching people how to pray. And they spent a lot of time breaking down what we call the Lord's Prayer. Remember when the disciples, Joel, went to Jesus and said, teach us to pray? And so that we've taken these few verses of the Lord's Prayer and, and tried to teach people how to pray. Mm -hmm. now, we've talked about this before. First of all, I believe Jesus was a, a prophet operating under the Old Covenant. Old covenant. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I believe that much of what is framed in what we call the Lord's Prayer is an Old Covenant prayer. And in fact, the teaching that took place in this series that I was listening to many years ago often went back under the Old Covenant to, to try to teach people how to pray here in the New. Mm -hmm. And it was so complicated, and I just don't know if some of the things that we're trying to teach people is always such a good thing. I, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure it's that complicated. Well, yeah, I can relate. And, and in, in fact, I think a lot of that stuff is kind of what... In, in, in my own life, and I, I think that some of our listeners, if not a lot of them, many of them could relate that uh, in their church life they've heard all the stuff to do, all the ways, you know, over, their, over your Christian life you've heard all of the ways to do this, all the ways to do that, and in the end you've been left either confused or uh, in despair because you don't feel like you can do all those things in order to get God to do what the, the teaching supposedly you know, told you that God would do. You know, If you do this, then God will do that. And, and when you hear this week after week after week, it just becomes overwhelming, and you, you think you're never uh, going to be able to uh, receive God's blessings, whereas... The gospel, the gospel, what we've been talking about for the last uh, couple weeks, this week and last week, the gospel is simple. It's God has freely given us all things in Christ Jesus. And really, uh, what our daily lives in Christ are a matter of, it, it, what, what it's about is looking to Jesus, just looking to that person, the person of Jesus Christ, who 
loves us and who is with us. He's in us. We're walking step. We're walking in his footsteps. We're walking with him. Uh, he's not up there. You know, God's not up there looking down on us, waiting us to make the right moves so that he can bless us. He's waiting for us really to just receive, to understand that we've already received, you know, what, what he's freely given us. Uh, absolutely. And, and uh, that's really kind of what it comes down to is because when, when you look at the people who did receive under, and you referred to one story last week with the, the beggar at the gate when Peter and, and um, some, who else was with Peter when they were taking Yeah, I just, that? I just said the apostles because I couldn't yeah, remember. Uh, <laughs> but I remember, I remember Peter turning to that man, like you were talking about last week, Joel, uh, he, he, was, he was begging for money. And he looked at them expecting to receive something. And that's where Peter said, well, I don't really have any money right now, silver and gold I don't have, but what I do have I'll give to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Get up and walk. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the kind of, that's usually how quickly things happen when God's blessings came pouring down, both under the Old Covenant and the New, quite frankly. Exactly. Yeah, there, you know, hopefully uh, some of this has just you know, sparked um, in your thoughts the, the truth that God is good and that the blessings that he gives us are, are not based upon our works. They're not based upon how good or bad we've been. They're based upon his kindness, his goodness that he's given us in the gospel, the gospel uh, which in which uh, Christ died for us and became sin for us so that we could become the righteousness of God in him and it's all been freely given to us I'm Joel along with Mike Growing in Grace the name of our program again uh, check us out at graceroots.org you've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ